0: i am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview make sure to visit the offbeatlife.com again that's the offbeatlife.com to get more killer resources Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Leah, where she's going to share how to use your humor and personality to build a dedicated following. Hey, Leah. Hey, I'm so excited. Why does it matter to build this persona for your brand?
1: It's really important for me especially to use humor and personality to stand out from the crowd because especially travel blogging is a very, very saturated industry. There's a zillion people out there that are writing about the places that they're visiting, taking beautiful pictures, doing a killer job, and just slaying it. And it's hard to stand out. It's really, really hard, especially when you're all like visiting the same places. And you want that one shot on Instagram, like what's going to make your Instagram pictures stand out from everybody else's. So using your personality and especially your voice and your sense of humor is going to really make you stand out from the crowd. It's also going to build a really loyal relationship. So what I always try to do with my readers is I want them to feel when they're reading my blog, like they're talking to a friend. I want them to feel like, either they know me or they want to know me and if they want to know me I want them to read a thousand of my posts and go into a stalking hole and find me on Instagram and find me on Facebook and look at all my pictures and I want them to feel like we know each other a little bit and developing that relationship and creating that sense of we get each other and like we have a vibe it creates kind of a sense of loyalty and trust. And without loyalty and trust, you can have as many followers as you want, but you're not gonna actually make a difference with them. They're gonna click, look at your picture and move on. When you have an engaged, loyal, trusting audience, they're gonna listen to you. They're gonna pay attention to what you're saying. And that is so, so, so incredibly valuable for a lot of ways. One of which is just like making me feel good about myself. That's a that's a big important one. I have like my followers every day being like, hey, you're funny. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like I needed that every day. <laughs> now, how can this actually make you money for your brand? So having a really loyal and trusting and engaged audience makes them more willing to buy the things that you recommend recommend, which, you know, I say that. And it it can sound very callous. I think that if you do have that loyal and trusting audience, you really need to hold their trust and place it at the utmost importance, right? So just because you have a loyal, trusting audience doesn't mean that you should sell them absolutely everything. But if they trust what you say and you are doing right by them, they will listen to you and they will go to the places that you recommend and they will buy the products that you recommend them to buy. And I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. I can see that my readers are literally clicking through and purchasing the items that I tell them to because they feel like they can trust me. I don't write about things that I haven't personally experienced I don't write about things that I don't personally believe in and because I'm so like no bullshit and they feel like they can really trust my opinions it makes them so much more willing to actually book the places that I say to book or buy the jeans that I'm super obsessed with or whatever and that really does impact your bottom line in a huge way having a small but very engaged and trusting loyal audience is going to earn you so much more money and be so much more effective than having a giant audience that doesn't particularly trust you. For someone who is just starting out, how can they
0: translate their personality into their content?
1: So I think a lot of people have this idea that when you write, especially when you're writing a lot of information for a blog post, they were kind of taught in school to write in a very professional-sounding way, like they're writing an essay. You have to throw all that out the window. You're not trying to write an essay here. You're trying to type on a Facebook message to your best friend, but with actual grammar. You want to sound like you're speaking, and that is really hard to do. I would definitely practice it and, you know, maybe, like, just take the pressure off of yourself to sound professional instead of trying to sound professional try to sound how you would explain it to your best friend sort of just picture you know whether it's your ideal reader or just like a friend that you give travel advice to picture them in your head and just write like you're talking to them and what I like to do is I like to write my posts out first get all the information out there and then after I've got everything that I want to say all the details all that like really really in-depth information that I'm always conveying to my readers then I go back in and I make it funny and that's when I go back in and I add jokes and I change things around and I add little insider tips and maybe I add a gif or two. And once it's finished, it should be so interesting that even somebody that's not planning on going to the destination that I'm writing about, they should actually be entertained while reading it. And that's always my goal. I'm basically writing for my best friend who is reading it out of support room for me, but like will never actually go to the places that I'm saying because she doesn't care, right? She's just reading it because she's mildly curious about what I'm doing and she thinks it's cool. I want to make her her laugh and smile even though she doesn't care about the 10 best places to go in Copenhagen in the winter or whatever it is so have that person in mind and be talking to them and go back and edit like don't be afraid to edit yourself and make yourself sound funnier I'm way funnier in writing than I am actually talking like I wish I could go back and edit things that I said like after as soon as I put this mic down I'm gonna be like oh man I should have had that joke like that that one point can I edit that and pose and you can when you're a blogger you can just go back and change it and nobody will know that you didn't actually come up with that until like three hours later which is great that's the best
0: thing about editing is you can go back and redo it again leah you grew your blog really quickly in what in the span of two years it's where it is now and you were able to leave your job and you're making really good money from it how does that play into what you're doing as a persona as a how are you able to do that
1: really think that for me having my personality and my sense of humor um, driving everything that I'm doing and sort of being like the thing that sets me apart that's really what I'm resting my success on right like I'm not hot enough to just take pretty Instagram pictures like it's I mean let's just be honest it's fine like I have a great personality but it I mean it's my strong suit I identified a strength in myself and I identified something that other people liked about me like if my my, if you ask my friends about me they're like oh she's the funny one she's also like the know it all right so with those two things combined i'm just a blogger that is a total know it all and has like all these in-depth opinions but also can present it in a way that is entertaining and funny and when you're trying to digest a lot of in-depth information you kind of need that humor to break it up a little bit it didn't come naturally for me at first like when i first started writing i i had that mentality that i needed to sound professional and serious and i i wanted people to take me seriously i didn't want them to think that I didn't know what I was talking about because I was cracking jokes. But what started happening is I would have a story that I wanted to tell, and it wasn't about disseminating information. It was just about telling a story. I think the first one, I was in Colombia. There's these mud baths in a volcano outside of Cartagena, and everybody was like, oh, mud baths in a, car- in a volcano, It's it's like a spa experience, and it sounds really cool. And then we got there, and it was... F- disgusting. It was literally like a mud puddle in a giant anthill, and there was a naked baby in it with nothing on. It just hit me like you can't clean a mud puddle in a volcano. There's no chlorine in this. There was like an oil slick on it. Anyway, I got real freaked out and I was that was disgusting, but my husband really enjoyed it. And they wanted to write a blog post basically just like giving my perspective, which was ew, 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 everything is gross, get this off of me, versus my husband's opinion, which is just like It's fine. Stop freaking out. So I wrote this post and it was like, it was a story. It was an information post. Nobody's ever going to Google it. Nobody's ever going to, you know, wonder what my experience was or whatever. But I wrote it and I got a good reaction. People were like, that was really funny. I don't want to go there. I'm not interested in going there, but I liked reading your story. Like write more of that. And after that, I was like, yeah, maybe sometimes I'll just do funny stories. And luckily for me, I have a lot of ridiculous, catastrophic travel travel failures to write about. just happens all the time. Every week I'm writing, I'm writing each of these posts. So I have four posts in a month. So one is going to be like for SEO or like really informative, like 10 things to do in whatever um, that people are going to find on Google. Then I'm going to write one that's going to be for money, for a sponsor. And then I committed to doing one that was more of just a personal post. So something about myself, just a story about Jeremy and I, something funny, something just about a personality, things that nobody would ever Google, but that would build this relationship with our followers and by committing to sharing something personal every single month in like a giant full-length blog post I developed that voice and I developed that ability to be funny and humorous and and that personality and that built that relationship with my readers which now I rely on to pay my bills which is great thanks readers <laughs> I love how you were able to
0: balance all of that and create all of these things for yourself now Leah if Our listeners want to know more about you Where can they find you? You can find
1: me at my website. My blog is called Practical Wanderlust. If you are an aspiring blogger, um, I've also got a social media resource site called Slaying Social at slayingsocial.com. Also, please follow me on Instagram. I've heard that my stories are funny. I hope they are. I'm trying really hard to make them funny. Um, My Instagram is at Practical Wanderlust. So hope to see you there. Thank you so
0: much, Leah. I had such a great time with you, and it's amazing to finally meet you, and you are definitely funny. Check out her story. Thanks, Leah. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Leah. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get the full interview with Leah where she shares how to appreciate the imperfect moments of travel.